Hello, everybody. It's Friday night and it is weekender time once more. And we have a ton of stuff going on, including the last weekend of our Terrain Fest for 2023. Because of that, we've got a few Brucey bonuses for you. Ooh. First up, we have two prizes. One can be won here on, on tabletop.com and the other on YouTube by commenting below. If you comment on both places, then you're in with a chance to win both prizes, if you're lucky. So we have from Archon Studios, the Ramparts City Rune Set. That is available to a winner on YouTube. And we also have the Elven Woods and Land of the Giants to make a fantasy tabletop worthy of Moonstone over on tabletop.com. And if you're not lucky enough to be a winner, fear not. Archon Studios have also gifted us a 10% code for all our viewers. It's running for the next two weeks. So from the moment you see this, you should be able to go over to the Archon Studios store and use it there. It is on tabletop 10, on tabletop 10, all capital letters, no spaces. It's probably floating around me as I speak, thanks to the editor. And you can use that to get yourself a bit of a discount, maybe for next year's Terrain Fest project or the Spring Clean Challenge. Either way, you're good to go. And so are we. So sit back and relax because your weekend starts here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Weekender. I'm joined this week by Brother Lloyd. Hello. Justin. Hola. To uh, take a hop, skip, and a jump through the last seven days' worth of hobby news from across the industry. Have you been having a good week so far, folks? Well, yeah, not bad. I, I finished getting my Orc Army ready. Finished getting your Orc Army I ready? I didn't know you were doing an Orc Army. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing an Orc Army. Uh, I mean, it's Orktober, so if I was doing it right, I would have it finished in time. But unfortunately, <laughs> Spookytober. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, it's Terrain Fest, so that has been taking up my time instead. Look at you battling two things at once. It's madness. First, that'll never catch on, huh? Multi project? No, no. Being Terrain Fest, it's like the last weekend's coming up for that. Mm -hmm. It's ending next week, isn't it? It is. Uh, it is ending on Tuesday. For yes. that is Halloween. Uh, and then we'll be taking a look through the Triumphesti entrance in the project system, some of which you can see here. Yes, winners and wonderfulness will be announced next week. Yeah. Uh, once I've had a chance to actually look and see, obviously some people are right on board because they've done clever things like making a river for games like Saga, for example. I mean, right uh -huh. off the bat, that makes sense. Uh, oh, I've yeah. seen... I've Playing seen, plan uh, to the audience. I've seen some Moonstone uh being name dropped in places although they did follow that up with 3d printing so yeah oh. you, know, you give with one hand good, you take but, away good, with the good, other but, good but less good uh i was told to make a project he was he was told by me in fact and he did it which you know, at least <laughs> shows, at least shows he's listening uh and that's the main thing really isn't it but oh, yeah. someone photoshopped moonstone lloyd someone re-photoshopped your photoshop yeah i see that it's it's photoshops all the way down 
so yeah, if you're interested in getting involved in the Terrenular Festival, um, there's no reason why you can't start over the weekend. Uh, even if you don't get your project complete, maybe it'll give you the impetus uh, to push on with it and uh, and try something out over the next few months anyway. So, Ooh, I love lot- that aircraft crash board. Oh, you yeah. can't see that now, though. That's not for the likes oh, of you. Oh, yeah, oh, well, I have know. to go hunting. Yeah. yeah. You'll, find, you'll, find it on, you'll find it over at www.ontabletop.com. I know you don't often go there, but if you go no, there never. and click on projects, <laughs> you'll be able to find them all below. It's it's madness, mate. You, it's oh, all yeah, sorts yeah. of stuff. We, we can even... that, that's the part of the internet where you roll up the windows and lock the doors. Look, by the magic of editing, look, there's a URL right in the middle of the screen for you. Wow. Look, that's where you need to go. <laughs> It's fun, fun times. So yeah, um, there's been some fantastic projects in there already. Uh, I'm sure there's more to come. And some people, a few people have even completed stuff. Other people have Ooh. gone, look, I know I'm not going to finish this, but at least it's given me the impetus to put uh, stuff on the table and start working on it rather than just ignoring it uh, well, while I while I ignore painting more and more miniatures. Well, Justin's wrapped. He's done. Oh yeah, I finished mine up. I mean, fine. It's, it's not flawless, but I'm happy to say it's a playable table. All four parts are out of your video. All four video. parts right, yep. So if you want to see like a the true gamers 40k table, Justin has like a, a little vlog series on the on the channel for you. <laughs> I, I look forward to seeing the first bat report on it. When are you filming that? Um well once I get my arcs painted. <laughs> then we can see if it is truly a gamers <laughs> table then. Huh? Well, I mean John and Shay have been playing games on it, so they <laughs> they seem to think it works well enough. Sorry, it, works, that's it. it works like some form of gaming table. That's it. Just you outsource outsource the testing to other people. <laughs> Delegation. Who's, who's Delegation won? man. Did you win, Shay? I did. I won twice. Won so twice. Who did I, you play? John. Uh, that wouldn't be that hard then. <laughs> <laughs> Shot fired. Harsh, harsh. More shots than John probably fired. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got all the shooting and he's got no cover to hide behind because he's only squishy human guard? Is that no, no he's the astronaut. He is all the shooting. No, he is all the shooting. <laughs> I know he doesn't have enough cover, but my guys are tankier. Did he shoot you with all his stuff or just stop shooting you at some point? Oh, no, he kept shooting me. They just didn't ah, good. I like the idea that you just stood there and took it all in the face until eventually <laughs> he just gives up. I just goes, ah, oh, I can't be bothered anymore. This isn't I'll working. Let, let's be honest. The dice gods, sometimes they love Shane. It's just like, no, you live forever. He's standing there. I've shot my entire load of everything at you. And you're still coming at me. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> the sisters of battle don't stop. They never <laughs> stop. Well, that's how things go. Well, yep. we shall look forward to seeing the actual Let's Play uh, in the not too distant <laughs> future then. Yep. Uh, wh- when should we pencil it in for? End of November? You said your orcs oh. are almost done. I know. They're built. They're primed. Oh man, so I mean, they're ready for first green coat. They're nowhere near done. So get hammered. Built and primed is good. That's fine. Way closer than I ever get to doing forty k armies. It's good times. Good times will be had by all, I'm sure. And we'll say maybe in the new year, maybe you can surprise us all with a game in January. Then, Justin, maybe, maybe. Hello. (laughs) We'll see how that goes. So what would you want? That's like a quarter of a year away, practically. <laughs> oh, my word. Anyway, enough. Well, of I mean, if I'm doing it for a video, I can then use work time. So way, hey, let's not be too hasty now. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There's your problem. That's not a problem. It's your, it's your hobby. You do. Man. <laughs> uh, right. Enough of that. It's time to get into the show proper. And we're going to be kicking things off, as always, with our Indie of the Week. And hey. this week... We're actually going to be taking a look at some stuff from Archon Studios for Terrain Fest. 
I know you're shocked. It's like we've tied it all together with a neat bow over the last four weeks. Uh, so apart from doling out a whole host of miniatures and even some big chunky board games, uh, Archon have run a couple of uh, Kickstarters previously to put together a host of terrain. Uh, in this case, we have the science fiction comes via the medium of Rampart, uh, which is all their modular stuff. Uh, then they also have the dungeon and laser sets uh, that Warren is very keen on. Uh, so thought it'd be an interesting opportunity to have a little browse through. Now, sci-fi is, um, I'm not going to say it's underdeveloped, but when you compare it to what's coming for Dungeons and Lasers, I imagine at some point in the not-too-distant, they're probably going to revisit this set in a big way and do some more with it, uh, because the uh, modular terrain is really nice, but there's a lot more that they could start to explore with it. So here you can see the uh, sort of happy-go-lucky, scrappy city rune set, which contains all sorts of weirdness from beat up strange post-apocalyptic cars uh, to teleporting gates, statues, signage, scrap, all sorts of things. A warp warlock, I assume, is that blue thing there? I would assume, yes. You'll, you'll never know for certain, though. Or um, perhaps the one at the back. But yeah, the, uh, the rampart system, obviously this is a big galvy bucket of scatter, but they've got a shed load of other bits and pieces in there, including the uh, city runes, which is one of this week's prizes. Ooh, very nice. So this is great for your likes of 40k, um, firefight, dead zone, things like that. Necromunda. Necro, uh, even, even things like urban war. You're coming later on, where the the stuff is generically sci-fi enough that you could use it for anything from post-apocalyptic to uh, far future. So your star graves, your zona alphas, they're all covered by this because they've just got enough different sort of styles and textures in there that allows you to sort of creep in and paint them up any which way you want to. Oh, oh what I want to do is scroll up and down there, but I can't. Can I grab it? Ah, I can. There we go. What I like with this is they've put enough terrain on the box that they're thinking of the types of games people play these days so is it skirmish is it big battle does the terrain kit do all to all of it yeah and it's also as you can see there magnet friendly you don't have to you can build it uh with plastic plugs and glue it all together uh, but it means if you do play multiple different types of games so if you play some skirmish games like Dead Zone, but also play the one page rules grim dark and you want to be able to change it from lots of little tight cubes uh, and explore uh, between that and then sort of large buildings that are, are more for blocking off areas rather than exploring through. You can do both with it, which is really nice. They also do this vertical expansion uh, that you can use to start going uphill and down deal. Of this I really like because it includes all the stuff that you need in life, stairs, ramps, and uh, gantries to push people off. Where's Ben? I miss Ben pushing people <laughs> off buildings. Are you sure he's not here because you pushed him off a building? There's no way to know for certain. Um, so yeah, there's there's that sort of side of things within the ramparts, which obviously you can see a whole host, including the much more gothic style Eternal Cathedral. Mm. Uh, so, although ooh, 
Sorry, I unrelated. That. I see that mammoth walker. I want. I don't want quick view. I want to see that. Show me that. While you're showing me that, where's my eternal cathedral? There's my eternal cathedral. So this is obviously spot on for the likes of Young Shea with the Sisters of Battle. Because you've got to have something to defend, something that the Imperial Guard have absolutely smashed. Mm -hmm. And it's probably that. Just imagine one moment you're saying your prayers, you're doing your rosary with your other little sisters, and the next thing, all of your uh, walls have exploded. And then there's John firing ineffectually at you until you kill him <laughs> and all his men. Let's see that other image. <laughs> Keep going through these images. I want to see the other layouts. Mm. Do you know what I... we can do for you here, Shay? Mm. We can help you out with a discount code as well. <gasps> oh, my. Uh, a discount mm. code for Shay. I believe we have a discount code for this stuff, don't we? Uh, what, for the uh, team or for everybody? No. Uh, I'll go one better. It's for everybody watching. Um, there is a discount code from Archon for their web store. So it doesn't just have to be spent on terrain. Uh, you can get other things as well if you like big giant monsters and stuff. Uh, and it's valid for two weeks from today. If you use the promo code on tabletop 10, all capital letters, no spaces. So on tabletop 10, uh, you'll get 10% off at the Archon store. Uh, so you can fill your boots with all sorts of things like the Cobalt Foundry or parts north thereof. And that's quite nice as well. That's got very Necromunda slash uh, kill team feel to it as well with all the pipery going in there. I'd nearly get a couple of sets of this and start using it for some core space. Yes, that would work as well. You too can explore the inner core with these and these are all set to a specific size as well so we used a lot of this to build a, a massive 40k um city pretty yeah, much 18 uh, feet long so five foot tall wall sections corner sections and uh sort of buttressing is all interchangeable uh, obviously if you start putting eternal city stuff onto the cobalt industrial parts it may look a bit wacky but then the 41st millennium is a wacky place filled with wacky things. So there's no reason why you can't do that. So that's an idea of the sort of sci-fi side of things that Archon do. They also do the fantasy side through wow. Dungeon and Lasers. And this, this is where they're right up Main Street. Though I was saying that I think the Ramparts is going to get a big, a big revisit. The amount of additional stuff they've done with Dungeons and Miniatures um into the fantasy side is immense um but we're just going to have a look at terrain right now if you want to see those other bits you have to click on them yourself i know spire is nice social spire is amazing um in fact there's there's quite a lot of amazing in here uh, that in and of itself is absolutely humongous it's the sort of thing that warren and lloyd would build if left to their own devices it's no, like, it's the sort of thing Warren would build. How, how tall can we make something? How many ways can we make something giant? How I'd be like, additional girth can we add to this? I would be like, I think it's tall enough now, and he'd be like, no, it's not. Because <laughs> I think each of those sections is, um, I want to say it's, it's, it's around two and a half inch tall. I think there's measurements somewhere anyway. But one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, nine, plus a couple of roofs bits. Oh, so, damn. you know, it's... Uh, you get your tape measure out it's 550 mil high so 
easily a foot and a half, if not uh, a bit more. I think it actually says below that uh, 21.5 inches. Yeah, I try and avoid reading that. Yeah, it just hurt what? my eyes. 21.5. So big it wouldn't even fit. <laughs> anyway, let's, big, let's big, see big, big centerpieces like this really, really work, as well as all the incidentals. Incidentals, your ancient runes, great for scatter, great for all sorts of games. Look, there's little Bretonian huts and everything. I noticed that. From your old world. Huts. Could be ogre, could be orcs. You could use them for your orcs. Mm hmm. Rich in details. Show me some of your details, what you're rich in. I really like these, the creepy bramble bushes. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because it reminds me of uh, Warcraft. There's that area with all of that filth out in the barrens. You just run into a world of tangly vines that you didn't want to end up in. And then yeah, some scumbag yeah. from Anhansa would arrive. There's like a dehydrated Audrey too in the middle. Yeah, just there. <laughs> crying out to be fed feed me Seymour feed me but, I mean this this scatter stuff is absolutely spot on for any fantasy game where you just need some line of sight blocking things which is always nice to have and then there's the the more comprehensive builds like the wizard spire, spire or uh, in this case a little village pack including the shroom shack that's a little old place where we can get together the Shroom Shack, maybe Shroom Shack. Flicker. Yeah, keep going, keep going across. Let's go to the next image. Mm, there we go, because now we can there. see them bigger. Mm. And I, I really like it because it goes from the regular uh, fantasy sort of stone buildings, the, the old blue tiles, classic look. You've got a touch of the Viking with the A-frames or what's that game the kids all play on the PC? Oblivion? Oh, Skyrim. Yeah. Sure, because don't they have like fantasy Vikings? PUBG, PUBG, <laughs> that too. Um, so you've you've got that sort of look, but you've also got the insanity that is a giant mushroom shack. Uh, great for witches, good for goblins, fantastic yep. for Moonstone, a multi award winning game. Some kind of shaman living in there. Could be, could be that. Uh, but let's see the rivers. Down, down, I want to see. You want to see the modular yeah. river? Ooh, I also want to see that tavern. That tavern as well. It's want, want, want with people. Yeah. Skip on and have a see, look. Yeah, he's just being nice sitting there waiting. Yeah. He doesn't count and he knows he doesn't count. <laughs> I have my cathedral. I'm happy. Next image. Go to the big one where it's all built. Here you go. Here you go. That's the one I want to see. Is it a clear, clear blue plastic you think that comes with that? Or do you paint that? Or what is that? No, I think that's painted. Because um, I think it's just a standard. Are you sure about that? Because I can, I can see I, I through can see to the actual points. connection point, so it looks like a blue inlay type thing. Well, let's go to the back of the box and see. How about that? The tempting call of the crystal waters, spinning around the window's peak. So river sections, teal sections, and yes, clear plastic is the secret ingredient that makes yeah. your water look even more realistic. So. Yes. You I wonder if that clips in separately. On top that, of the stones, I think yeah, it does. Because if it clipped in separately, you could print out little fish and stuff. Mm. Oh, you just put some little fairy lights in below it, Lloyd. 
Why why do you want to put lights and things? You people need to stop putting lights and things. <laughs> they need RGB and everything these days. Oh yeah. my god. Just the Okay, this worst. looks fabulous. These scales and eels tavern. Mm-hmm. It's uh certainly ambiguated, isn't it? I mean, if I went there, I wouldn't go on an adventure. I'd just stay in the tavern, thanks. Yeah. Well, uh, here's the thing. It looks like the basement's there. So whenever you have to pay your bar tab and you can't, you can just go kill some rats for the owner. Killing some rats for the owner. Again, it's similar to Rampart's dungeon. Laser has a a set wall size, which means you can you can build together these in a ver- variety of modular ways. So even though they've set it up like this, you don't have to actually build it like that. You can go full like, Lego with it if you want to. It's like this size, is it? Does it say 48 centimeters? Uh, we'll see the, the sizing in a minute as we go through the various levels. Out of the basement, into the upper floors where the nice people live, uh, and then into the very roof where the scumbag servants live. Mm-hmm. Unlucky servants. You Under must, the eaves. You must live out your life there. You can see a fat man. With, uh, for scale. Some, yeah, fat man for scale. It's a good way of doing it. And he does have some eels. I wouldn't like living under servants. You'd see their poos flying past your window. As they, I wouldn't like that as they heek them out. No, they have to carry them downstairs themselves. No, they only just chuck them out of the bucket. I lived under someone who smoked a lot and they kept throwing fag butts down yeah. and they would just drift past my window. That was annoying enough. That's, Imagine that's, having a big bucket of that's birds. that's because he wasn't one of your servants. If, if he relied on you for room, shelter and pay, <laughs> then you would just go up and go do that again and you're out in your ear. And that's yeah. what you can do with servants. That's the great thing about servants. Everybody <laughs> should have some. Uh, so there you go. It is 25 centimetres tall and 48 centimetres long. Mm. Scales and eels. It's a bit cracking, that is. Yeah. Oh, there's a castle. There is stronghold. a castle. The grand stronghold. Mm. Presumably you want to have a look at that, considering the way you're screaming at me. I also want to open up some of the smaller... Oh, there's a sewer pieces. set. Does it have oh, transparent well, green? We'll never know. Because I've gone oh. past it now. <laughs> I know, it's terrible, isn't it? You two can make your own grand stronghold. Um, and throw your poo out the window. And throw your poo, as you say, out the window. And there's so many windows to pick from. I mean, I, you just get lost wandering various levels of the castle over and over, thinking, will I go out to this window? Say, oh, go, oh, no, I can see a gardener. Then you rush to the next window, and unfortunately he's moved to a further hedge, and you rush to another <laughs> window. And now you're just chasing him. Although he doesn't realise he's being chased, slash stalked by somebody with a bucket oh. of poo. That's all. Is the is the plaster work built into that, or is that all castle wall? Is the plaster stuff an option? Well, from the upper levels. Or... Oh, it's in. I see it. It's in it now. Yeah, I can see yeah. it now. So, because obviously, you, which you is kind to, of a cool addition. You you build it up in various layers, the same way as the tavern went. The the bottom layer is the same sort of um, dungeon set slash brickwork and stonework and then as you go higher you can add in other levels there's no reason why you couldn't top this off with some of the the plaster and um wood stuff as well that's it most people don't realize the castles used to be white not stone well they they used to have obviously dulled stone plastered white castles that's why that's what they were yeah i guess it all rendered yeah and then it just just all wore off like that yeah, and it didn't bother again. So now everyone thinks castles are like stone. No, they were big bloody white things. Same as a uh, Roman statuary. Yeah, it wasn't just left all marbly. Everybody got in there and painted them up in a riotous color, and now they've all just been weathered away over the years. And everything's Rome must have been a very white place, very very bright. Get up in the morning with a hangover, and all is Ooh. reflective marble. It'd be like stepping imagine? out into snow. Yeah, apart from all the turds floating down the street. 
apart from the turds, <laughs> suffering the old marble blindness in the morning. <laughs> oh, marble blindness is the worst. Uh, but yeah. some of the interior pieces and bits and bobs they do as well. Obviously, this is um, for playing Pathfinder slash RPGs incorrectly with miniatures. Uh, but they have a neat did someone say chair. PUBG? You did several times. I still don't know what you mean, <laughs> but I'm not willing to explore that. Um, let it slide. But an interesting thing they've yeah. done is these are half height walls. So if you're building a complex to fight through or to move miniatures through, you don't have to worry about trying to get your fingers into a very narrow space with high walls. Uh, it makes actual gameplay much easier, which is a, a nice little option. Yeah. Doors, I like the fact doors are still full height. And it looks they, like they actually swing. They can swing. Um, and like the other stuff, it's the same modular setup. So you can mix and match between your uh, creepy dungeon places and your uh, spectacular blocking building terrain. Because it can all, all snap be done. fit, which is nice. So you can leave it so that you can just break up fully down and rebuild yeah. it in a different way. Or, like I say, you can magnetize those as well. Yeah. The, the plugs for the the um, magnets are the option. There's that fat guy again. Hello. <laughs> Been painted now. He's being stalked by somebody with a bucket of poo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely, I think magnets are going to be a good friend to you for this set. Why am I getting a urinal feeling here? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're good like that, Lloyd. <laughs> so, uh, Dwarven Mine, again, a whole barrel load of stuff to just dress your set or scenery. Um, oh dear, that guy's had a better day. Squished under a rock. Ah, he's not too bad. Don't worry about him. He can walk that right. off. Sorry, they weren't unionized. It's fine. The The problem is he won't make any money because they only pay him whenever his pick's actually swinging. And if he's going to laze around on the ground with some sort of rock duvet over the top of him, then... <laughs> he does look rather comfortable. <laughs> there's no more no more cash coming in for today for you, matey boy. But he's so warm and comfy. He is warm and, as you say, comfy. Uh, so... There's some of the other bits and pieces that they do, like the customization for the fantasy sets and the uh, the vaults as well. And this this was the early sort of dungeons and laser stuff that was all mix and matchable, um, including things like alien-based terrain. So if you want to play a bit of um, Gale Force Nine's alien game and you actually want to build your whole like xenomorphy center, like yeah, then you can uh, get right in there oh, and I'm start, that. start running away with Newt. Run screaming as other better people are chewed up by the xenomorphs behind you. Those doors are freaking me out. Well, they would do, wouldn't you? They so, build a nuclear I, reactor over the top now. It's that sort of thing you'd want to do. Because if I remember correctly, they do they really like heat? It's probably best not to warm them up anymore. Than, oh, no, no, no. You could necessary. use your flamethrowers. That was fine. You just couldn't use the clips in your guns. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's um, that that case, yeah, yeah. No uh, forty mil grenade launchers coming in here. Sorry, magazines because they're not actually called clips. Ah, oh, no. I mean, you can call it a clip if you want. No, technically, it's a magazine. It's not yeah, a clip. I know, I know. But a detail. The landscape is terrain. But how else would people complain in the comments if we don't give them something to complain about, <laughs> Lloyd? I'm so complaining that's right now that's myself for calling them clips. They're not clips. They're magazines. So 
lovely stuff. As you can see, Archon's been working on a whole host for some time now. They still have tanks and stuff that you can buy. Oh, yeah. They've got tanks. They've got miniatures. uh, They've got monsters. The dragons are particularly spanking. So I want to click on those. And maybe (laughs) want to revisit some other time. But they've added a whole... Wow, look at the stagecoach. Galvy bucket load of things since then, which you can drop in. I mean, the fire chicken's particularly nice. Stagecoach is absolutely cracking. Don't they have a pack of three tanks, though? Is this the guys who make the tanks that Mantic are re- Mantic re- using? Yeah, reselling? Yeah. yeah. Correct, Mundo. Mind fraud. <laughs> Lovely little Tinker's Wagon. You two can be mugged while transporting your goods from point A to point B in a fantasy world. Uh, that's how the magic happens, they tell me. Um, I'll go on then. I will. I'll show yeah. you a tank because otherwise you'll cry all day and nobody wants you to cry. Yeah, Wolverine tank. Yeah. yeah. So there's the Wolverine. Schnitt Doesn't this make multiple options, this one set, does it? Or did, was that, that was a Mantic thing, was no, it? The, the, the Mantic did add-on, resin add-on packs. To so they took it. this and expanded yep. into three types of tank or something, didn't they? Yeah. I yeah see. So you've got mainland battle tank slash APC and then there's a, a couple of alternate weapon versions on it. Look, it's got a belly. Oh, wow. That'll never catch on. Have a bottom to your miniature. What? Wow. Uh, they have been working on a few other bits, and this is part of this week's prize as well. So this will not be out yet. This is coming to uh, the backers very shortly, but this is the uh, creepy giant world. Uh, the land of the giants. And I think this would be particularly nice for something like Conf- uh, Conquest, where it's got that bigger scale and you've got this huge Cyclopean looking details that are also going to rack and ruin. You know, it could have been something that the old Dominion had put together before the, the nation collapsed. So you get these big, spectacular looks of uh, many steps and pillars and arches. And I quite like the guy standing on the hand. That's cute. Look at that. Don't need a hill. Have a set of steps going up to a palm instead. Your archers so, can take turns. Yeah. So what the uh, the range that they've been working on is constantly expanding. The uh, Swamp of Doom and the Elven Forest is already out. So that is on the website. The Land of the Giants can't be far away. Uh, so if you're looking to play something uh, particularly sort of Warcry-esque for or Age of Sigmar, or obviously this stuff is cracking for playing Fairies and Fawns in Moonstone, the multi-award winning game, um, <laughs> then they've got you covered across the board. So there we have it. Uh, well, what, what, what was that discount code again? Because I think I might need some tanks. It's on tabletop 10, uh, mm-hmm. and it runs for two weeks. And so gets you, what, 10% off? 10% off on their web store. Uh, so, yes. You can absolutely fill your boots, or maybe you'll be jammy. Maybe you'll win either the Fantasy Encounter set or the Rampart set that are the prizes for this week. You'll win one on on Tabletop and one on YouTube. So get your comments in on both. Double your chance of winning. And with that in mind, we're going to take a look at some news. Coming to you from the center of Northwestern Europe. Covering board games, war games, card games, and all that sh- you love. 
It's the News. <laughs> All right, we're going to be starting off the news then with a bit of Napoleonic fantasy. So Signum Games have announced uh, that they will be coming to Napoleonica Steel and Magic soon. Uh, they've just shipped the Fantasy Commander game that myself and Shay played um, last year. In fact, I got my Kickstarter copy two weeks ago. So well done, me. Uh, uh, I swear, you, you, you feel like you're addicted to Kickstarter, Jerry. There's always something coming in the post. No. no there's plenty of things I've skipped. I will skip. Uh, but if if I like it, I'll back it. That's, oh, that's how that fair. Goes. That's uh, fair. This one, unlike Fantasy Commander, uh, is 28 mil. Um, so the idea behind it is just before what would have been the revolution kicking off in our world, uh, some sort of crazy void crashed into the earth and ruptured it, bringing in some sort of abyssal chaotic entities uh, who are hell-bent on destroying the world. Uh, so the idea behind um, Napoleonica is there's going to be uh, British and French, uh, a chaos and an order of goods, the Nephilim. Um, and it's a 28 mil game, but still plays out on a hex grid. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see where it falls because Fantasy Commander is obviously squads or unit based with lots of the 20 mil figures. Uh, the larger 28 mil game that myself and Shay played recently, Warseer, uh, is individual sort of heroes and characters. Uh, so don't know if it's going to use either of those particular rule sets tweaked or if they're going to have a, a whole new one for this. Uh, but you'll be able to field a whole variety of uh, easily identifiable Napoleonic uh, units uh, alongside some less so. Uh, so maybe your French old guard gets a, a selection of wolf and grenadiers to run alongside them, or the uh, the Fey order uh, troops, the, the Nephilim, uh, will be in there as well. So the, the game itself is due to play one to four players. So there'll be a solo narrative mode, uh, a two-player version, uh, and also a four-player clash as well. Uh, so you can mix and match between them to your heart's content and see whether or not you can... Uh, Stop the encroaching evil of chaos. Or any, whether... any any more picks? Not of individual figures. Those are the only ones they've shown so far. What's the, what was the top pick? So that first one. Yeah, the very top pick. Let's go back to the very top one. That one. Top of the post. Oh, top of the post. Sorry. The. Um... Oh, this is this the actual cover work, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's the cover work for for lovely little Napoleon himself. Yeah. That's not something I've really seen much of, is blending magical fantasy style stuff with Napoleonics. You know, like, really accurate, accurate, like, historical Napoleonics. Well, Flintlock, I've been doing it for years, alternative armies mm. um, do it. But they have no humans, it's all fantasy creatures yeah. kicking around in a, a Napoleonic world. Yeah. Obviously, Silver Bayonet added in the horror side of things um, yeah. to to stuff. but. Um, it's interesting because the uh, I've seen a few people comment and going, "Oh no, we shouldn't be adding fantasy to Napoleonics," and, and I'm baffled as to why Napoleonics gets a, a pass because yes. everybody's quite happy for ancients, dark ages, War of the Roses. Any of those can be used yep. as a basis uh, for fantasy, even more modern modern stuff, World War Two style. Well, yeah, um, but 
but all of a sudden it's like, no, we shouldn't be adding the fancy to Napoleonics. <laughs> Apparently there's some sort of law against it. Who knows what that's going to be? Um, but yeah, I'm fascinated to see where they go. With but that. Hollywood's allowed to do it. Well, mm. Hollywood get away with things sometimes. It's, it's it's maybe the old beardy gamers going, no, I don't want someone else to be what coming you- in to play Napoleonics and bring a fantasy Napoleonic army against my, my super accurate uh, to this regiment in this battle. What do you mean sometimes? So the new Napoleon movie's coming out? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it does look good, though. <laughs> oh, no, that, that looks like it's going to be absolutely banging. It does look good. Napoleon's like 50 in it. Well, he shouldn't really be. That's <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix for you, you know. They'll drop it forever. <laughs> oh, I'm interested to see where it goes. I'm also interested to see where um, Signum go with that uh, Napoleonica as well in the long run. Uh, I believe it's come to Kickstarter uh, you can sign up to be notified on the uh, the release of it if you're interested. But the figures are always absolutely spanking anyway. So even if you just fancy adding something a bit weird or wacky in, or if you're playing Silver Bayonet and you're looking to add a werewolf, then why not add one that's in full uh, French old guard? I felt, you yeah. know, just, just go the whole hog, as the man says. Live with it. Deal with yeah. it. I mean, I'm fine with that. I love the look and the style. Uh, moving on, but staying in a, a more traditional historic is warlord game uh, they've announced covenanters are coming for warlords pike and shot uh, so this is their epic so they uh, 11.75925786 millimeter or whatever ridiculous size it is um the epic scale uh but this will add in a whole bunch of uh Pike. The 13.5. Uh, yeah, yeah is whatever, it? whatever non I can't they've given it some nonsense scale. The best scale. Uh it's not the best scale by a long shot. <laughs> Look at it. It's the best. I'll, I'll tell you why it's not the best. If I can only get models from one company for historical range, that's not the best. Mm. If I can pick and choose from multiple companies all making stuff at a scale, that's the best scale. Um, I, I will so, say the the horses, the cavalry, they look a little bit pudgy. Well, they've just obviously been eating a lot of haggis. Mm. Uh, but the uh, the Covenanters, then obviously the onside for the parliamentarians uh, in the English Civil War or War of the Three Kingdoms, depending on how you're feeling on any given day. Um, this starting battalion uh, will give you everything you need to get a, a solid core down onto the tabletop um, with obviously... Uh, Scots Lancers and uh, Skirmishers and, and Covenanter, uh, what do they call them? It's Pot of Fire, the, uh, the big cannon without the, the wheels on them. Yeah. Um, apart from the battalion, they're also going to be releasing a uh, starter army as well, which is kind of funky in case you just want to do it all in one go. Maybe, maybe you don't want to add a solid core of Scots Covenanters. Maybe you just want to go the whole hog and go, oh, I'm just going to have all of the army right now. Thank you very much. Uh, the whole which, haggis in this case. The whole <laughs> the haggis. Whole haggis. Yeah, steal uh, the whole sheep. So these will contain more of the plastics, so your lancers, dragoons, um, the gun teams, and the battalion commanders, along with the, the pike and shot. Uh, regiments, but on top of that, you'll also get some resins in the form of uh, the Marquis of Argyle, Lord Levin, and uh, a Calvinist minister as well. So, and the dead they're, people they're floating around there. And yes, you'll get your little casualty markers so you can mm-hmm. keep track of who's been shot in the face by who. Mm. So, this, this, is, this is an era of history that I've never really had a close look at. 
but it it does look like it could be fun for for your games. Yeah, I mean, English Civil War always has its fans out there, especially mm. with uh, the likes of Seal Not reenactors. You always get a an opportunity to dander around the place and poke people with massive, massive pointy sticks from a distance. <laughs> um, to sling up against them, there are Montrose Scots as well. So these are the Royalists. Uh, this allows you to paint a whole hodgepodge of figures, substantially less, you may notice, than the uh, Covenanter side. Uh, these are um, an interesting group led by an interesting man. So Montrose uh, had been part of the Covenanters at the start. Uh, he signed the Solemn Leaving Covenant against uh, Charles uh, and he even rode alongside Levin. And then later on, he, I'd say defected, but he didn't like the idea that any anybody was getting religion and politics mixed up. Uh, a man ahead of his time in Scotland didn't go down well. <laughs> so the Montrose Scots also include um, a, a core contingent of Irish as well. So you also get uh, Montrose himself and Alastair McCullough um, to lead the Irish section. And these were the uh, the Royalist and uh, Highlanders who, who fought alongside or for Charles. Um, always outnumbered, but brutal, brutal fighters uh, throughout the... Uh, English Civil War. So it's a nice way of doing things differently. And if you want to paint Tartan on 12.95 Mifty Mifty. 13.5. Sure, whatever. whatever. The number one. Not the number best. one. It's that is Wanganum. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can do that thing. Uh, they'll be available very shortly. Uh, so if you want to expand that's a way to go. Go up north, see what's happening with the Covenanters and the Montrose Irish. And it's a little bit different for all the kids at home, I suppose. You don't, best always, to... don't always have to play in England during the English Civil War. Why not get involved in the Covenant? Mm. That's what John Pym did. Uh, we have some fantasy next, and these are for Uthmark. Ah. Uh, the Elven Cavalry are up for pre-order from North Star. So these are a new plastic set of Elven Cavara, which will allow you to make 15 of the finest hard, uh, hard plastic figures. So obviously multiple options in here for um, your Elven Cavalry. They can be armed with spear slash lance or hand weapons and shields. And they've got that really Tolkien-esque Middle Earth feel that all of the Oathmark figures have, which means if you're not looking for something that's screaming high fantasy out of the the traps, then then this is a great way to do it. And obviously, the uh, addition of some cavalry is always good to see. Uh, I think the humans have had some knights kicking around for a little while, or at least mounted soldiers anyway. And I believe there's militia coming for them in the future as well, uh, which would be handy. So it just adds a new variation to the. Uh, the army list you can put together for Oathmark. Uh, in addition to the plastic set, there's also going to be a set of metal characters that you can tack in there if you want to uh, add a bit of wizardry or uh, just some heroes to run around the, the place and get ruffle stomped by better non-racist races of people, <laughs> like, like anybody who isn't an elf. Uh, I will say, good. what I like about this is they've let elves have horses 
You know the way some companies go, oh, you're an elf. You can't just have a horse. You must have the flying unicorn Pegasus, but stallion with the rainbows flying at its butthole. Could be. Just I, let I, them have horses. I, Thank I'm not, you. Not aware of a particular company that does that, but sure. Well, fine. I'm being a little bit overkill on it, but Jesus. most times you don't see elves just getting plain cavalry. We see the amount of links we get to elves and plain cavalry. Don't, now. don't send them to me, by the way, because I have all those links already. <laughs> send them to him. Well, that, from from what I've seen, from what I've seen. Um, but yes, uh, apart from that, good. they've also buddied up with uh, Little Big Man Studios uh, to do a range of transfers like all of Little Big Man stuff that's made bespoke for a, a particular set of figures, you'll get enough to do all of the shields and each of the, the shields has that, you know, unique shape. So they all fit in there. I think I've seen another couple of sets of these. So this may not be the only one that's coming. Um, I think I've seen a green and a, a possibly a red set as the main color themes behind them. So they look like a nice. pain. They look like a pain in the butt to put on though. Um, they're not as bad as some they're a little bit different because they've got an adhesive front so you mm. cut them out peel off the the plastic protective backing and then stick them onto the shield which is what i mean because their shields have a particular shape there that you're trying to line up it's going to be yeah. a pain in the behind well, I, I don't know because it's, it's a big it gentle top. curve once, it's not that's not the curve top, can... it's all the little cutouts yeah. at the tops and the sides that i'm talking about mm, maybe if you line it to the top yeah, and then um, trim in. So don't trim tight to the shield to begin with. Actually, just get that as your guiding mark across the top of the shield, and then you can worry because you can always you're know, going to end up painting the edges of the shields like they have anyway to mm. um, to sort of mask it in. So at that point, you don't need to worry about hitting it exactly one hundred percent accurately. In fact, I think you can see there. That, yeah, that one can, isn't one hundred percent accurate. Yeah, if you look at the guy in the middle, you can see the the line of where the transfer yeah. ends across the top of his shield. So yeah, yeah, because it's not like a decal where you can just sort of shift it away with water. Weirdly, it is. But can it you works. shift it with water? No, but you no. can't shift it. That's my point. No, no. Once once it's down, it's down. Mm. But it, it's exactly the same as a water slide, but reversed. Because once you've done, once you've got it stuck in place, you then use um you wet the back of it to use the water to remove the yeah. paper backing then. So But just let's be clear when he says exactly the same but in reverse. Oh, yeah. yeah. The thing is when you put a de decal down you can kind of push it around with a Q tip or something. Those I don't think you can do that. No, no, one hundred percent you cannot. You're uh restricted once the adhesive goes down. Don't attempt to pull it back because you'll just feel miserably. And, yeah, but uh, so long as you get those two points of contact laid in correctly, you should be fine. Yeah, I mean, it's as, it's one of those things. Um, you'll mess up a first couple, use those as your back rank. By the time you get to your front rankers and your champions, you should have your eye in uh, if you've never used them before. But I've done, So do your dungers in the back first? Yeah, but I've done a couple hundred now for my Irish uh, oh, wow. my Vikings, so, you know... I'd, and even my little tiny uh, 15 mil crusaders use those as well, mm. which is really fun when you're sticking shields that are like that big around a shield boss. It's a way to do it. Anyway, enough of that. They are on their way. So if you fancy uh, some cavalry for Oathmark, uh, you should be able to pre-order them over on Northstar at the moment. Then, speaking of pre-orders, November's 
almost upon us. And so there's a whole host of pre-orders coming for Dystopian Wars. Uh, War Cradle Studios have got a ton coming for November. And they are going to be kicking things off with some Alliance Battlefleet goodness. So the big honking Korean Battlefleet, uh, which contains the uh, huge chunk of resin in the middle, as you can see. The, Vive la France. The Carrier uh, comes along with uh, frontline sections. So you can have uh, Chevalier cruisers, chasseurs, uh, and then also a couple of Epilar artillery submarines and four of the little Ecure. Probably not how that's pronounced. Frigates as well. Um, the Grand Carrier is an absolute beast of a thing for chucking out all the SRS tokens sitting as it is on top of the base of the Eiffel Tower. To me, not finish it. Maybe, we ran out of time, boys. It's fine. Maybe it's just a tribute. This isn't the Eiffel Tower. This is just a tribute. Uh, but apart from that, you can also have a version called Le Dame Liberté, which has got the big girl right on top there. Yeah, but hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yes? Her arm comes down and her torch is a gun. <laughs> Just like not? I, I choose you. Make it so. Boom. I mean, we've all seen Ghostbusters too. <laughs> we all know she's more than uh... capable of slamming that torch into somebody's head if they need it, <laughs> including uh, Vigo the Carpathian. So why not? Why not uh... put her on top of a big boat and send her out to take on everybody else in the dystopian war? I uh... mean, it makes perfect sense to me. I wonder is like one of the full automations just like walking waist high in the water now. Well, I just. I just have pictures of them going into battle with a, I want your love. <laughs> just have four little Frenchmen spraying pink goo all over it from the base. I mean, it's what we all want to see. Uh, so yeah, they're the Karoon class variant there. If you, you're after a bit of Alliance goodness, uh, mm -hmm. there's also some battle fleets coming for others. Uh, the Falkenstein battle fleet is coming. Um, so if the Imperium need more guns, and let's face it, they always need more guns, mm. then that is definitely doable with this. What appears to be some sort of half deck there. A so, small recon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if they're going to be catapulting uh, tiny little SRS tokens off that, or if it's just well, for catching people landing. Well, there's, there's one there. Just dead yep, center. Just coming up. Yeah. I always loved the design of these. You know, the idea that if you want to change out what your loadout is, mm. okay, just lift the top deck off, roll the gun carriage off, roll the gun carriage on, good to go. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see if there's any alternative versions of the, the Falkenstein, mm. um, because that obviously sits in on top of a, a resin base there. So is the upper deck also changeable or is it just the, the front guns on this one? Mm. Uh, with a ton of broadsides as well. Um, as expected, it also comes with uh, some plastic uh, frontline cruisers and destroyers. So there's um, Volsung, Sigma class. Uh, the same big. Luker and uh, the little tiny Totten as well, which I know Justin loves because uh, they're filled uh, with that front gun. Uh, Absolute uh, Jerry, you, you know my greatest love is submarines and torpedoes in this game. Nope. Yep. No, you sure? I, I'm sure. This is why if I could manage it, I just want a fully flying force to hell with you and your submarines and your torpedoes. 
it's not beyond the realm's possibility, but have you seen how many ak ak I built? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you, you can take off all you want, Sonny Jimbo. You'll be coming down fast and hard. Uh, obviously, <laughs> if you've already got some of these built, uh, then they can be combined into others because the the cruiser sets make multiple various depending on, uh, yeah. on how you want to equip them. So you can you can do a lot of playing around yeah. with it. Yeah, very and easily. If you're clever, clever like Jerry, just don't glue the the turrets in. Yeah, don't glue any of these in. Uh, they can all just be swapped out to put whatever you need to onto the tabletop. Mm -hmm. uh, last, but by no means least, the Egyptians are also getting some reinforcements. Uh, ooh, so ooh, those are different. Ooh, those like are very them. different. The Sultanate is coming. The Sultanate is coming. And with it comes a whole host of weirdness. Uh, so these are the Manjet heavy skimmers, which can be assembled in one of three ways. You can have the Sabah, the Subek, or the Mesket. Uh, and then there's also Hassassin destroyer skimmers, um, the little kopesh down front, so you can hover around the place and do people up like keppers, and as always, the ubiquitous SRS tokens. Uh, but this is going to be interesting because these apparently play differently from the other um, Sultanate ships, which we've seen to date, which are very much um, portal jockeys. Mm. They're they're coming at you from weird angles. I think these are a bit more front and center, straight down Main Street, and they have that really, really distinctive look to them. Um, yeah. I'm getting real vibes of, do you remember an old movie, Battleship? The aliens in that? That's sort of the design vibes I'm getting off this. What do you mean an old movie? It came out like six years ago and was terrible, that Battleship. Yeah. So a relatively yeah. recent movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, time is relative. Yeah, well, that is true. Um, I've never seen it because I heard it was utterly god awful, and I looked at it and went, "Why would I want to see? Why would I want to see a, a film made based on a you've sunk my battleship game? It just <laughs> seems terrible. Oh, so bad." Anyway, um, they are all up for pre-order. Uh, <laughs> so if you're planning on picking up any of the Dystopian Wars fun and games if, uh, in November, if it had been an old movie, it would probably have been good. Yes, that's true. <laughs> oh, that is a problem. I'm trying I would have never the, seen uh, it. Well, no, of course you wouldn't have. I'm, try I'm trying to think of the time where an American ship went back to World War II. What was that called? That was great. They sailed into a fog bank, uh, and it was like a modern battleship, and they ended up sailing into World War II. It's like, oh, we could stop all of this stuff. And then there's the whole... So they watched the Philadelphia Experiment and said, let's remake that, but different. No, yeah, it may actually be the Philadelphia <laughs> Experiment. Yeah. They sit there and they go, we can't we can't interfere. We'll change the whole course of everything. Because at one point they're talking about uh, stopping Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Although, Lloyd, you, you're kind of wrong there. It's actually 11 years old, that movie. Well, oh. I was the one who guessed how old it was, but at the same time, I've got boots older than that, so fair? Like we're, we're still on we're yeah, still on target with that one. I got a shirt that I wear that's like 25 years old. <laughs> I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, Lloyd. Uh, yeah. Fashion comes back round. Any day now, you're going to be right back at the peak of fashion. By oh, yeah, the, yeah, no, my missus keeps saying, oh yeah, the old 2000 styles are coming back. Mullets are coming back. I hate that. That's not from 2000. That's, that's from the 80s. <laughs> oh, I know that. It's all I know that, but... <laughs> It's very retro. I'm saying nothing. Let's move on. Let's let's move back. Actually, let's have a look at more fantasy Napoleonics because oh, that always more. seems to cheer people up. Yes, um, the Canada book by Ash Barker has been released, and with oh, us, yes. there will be miniatures aplenty coming too. 
so as you can see, there's delightful sets of uh, lower Canada. There's also upper Canada. There's some British and Americans. Um, and then the, the sort of the trading posts as well are getting their day in court, so to speak. Uh, so obviously a whole host of figures coming that way, uh, allowing you to uh, play around and start exploring the, the frozen frontier and the Northwest Passage sort of neck of the woods, which is always good, clean family fun, I feel. I want to fight some Wendigos. Well, it's funny you say that. I mean, there are some coming. Um, oh. They're, they're not a million miles away. There's the uh, trading company. So some of these you may have already seen, and there are already rules for in the main um, Silver Bennett books, so Highlanders exist, but these have been sculpted to obviously look like they're fighting that sort of uh, frontier period. So there's a, a very British slash French influence. Uh, and then when you hit the irregulars from the trading companies, there's all sorts going on, uh, including things like the werebear, which we've seen for uh, the Russians previously. However, there's also the lip guru, so you can have a, a werewolf. Go back and pick. That one? Is, is that guy all beard and glasses in the middle? The doctor, is that what he is? Yes. All beard yeah, and glasses? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and he's just like, oh no, you're hurt. It's okay. I can fix it with my pistol. I mean, sometimes it's the only way is just to give them a bit of mercy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Although you can tell the, the Highlanders up north <laughs> just because oh, he's wearing trousers under the kilt. Hey, well, you know, he's not, he's not an idiot. By any stretch of the imagination, there'll also be ah, um, here we go. a few uh, monsters coming, including the ridiculously named uh, Back Walenutsky We. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> um, it, it hides at the mouth of rivers. It's covered in mouths, as you can see there. Uh, and it eats people, generally while crying back, 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 which apparently means eat, eat, eat. So, well, I mean, it's bound to have a spare mouth to be talking while you're eating. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't talk with your mouth full. Which one? Well, it's got one that's not. Well, I imagine so, but I don't want to see where that is on the model. Oh, uh, that that that's that's a hug I don't want. Yeah. There's also, like we said, the big Wendigo as well. So uh, nice. If if you fancy doing something a little bit mussy, terrifying, uh, then that's definitely doable as well. Um, so yeah, Canada. Should be a lot of fun taking Silver Bayonet into a whole new direction uh, because up until now we've just been playing in Europe. So it's, uh, I mean, it's good, but there's a whole world of crazy monsters out there that I've never heard of, mm -hmm. like the back, back, willy, nooky, nooky, see, wee, the ring -a ling ding -a ling tree, something. Yeah, just, anyway. just call it Mr. Baki. Yeah. And that's before they get to Egypt. Wow. That, yeah, and that is before they yeah. get to Egypt when it's all oh. going to go creepily creepily uh, yeah. if you haven't seen it we did a whole host of uh, videos for the Silver Bayonet so myself and Che have done Let's Plays myself and Justin have done some solo plays and mm. there's even some uh, chats on the channel with uh, Mr. McCullough and discussing mm. the uh, the plans for Egypt and beyond it is a fabulous system that is easy to slot in on top of your other hobby mm. yeah so if you look about what two months ago on the YouTube you'll find the stuff mm -hmm. oh there's, there's just a big playlist if you just go to the on tabletop page i think our the playlist is right there still at the top. better so boom yeah. in one you can, long you can see all on, the things ongoing silver bayonet contraption that's mm. what that is so yes fun times in canada we like you
and fun times. Speaking of things that were popular in the previous decades and are coming back again, uh-huh. Seb Games has been working to bring back things like Void um, with uh, Scotia Grendel uh, in Scotland. And he's now going to be taking a look at Urban War. And Urban War is the small skirmish version. Uh, well, not, well, not version because they're not they're similar <laughs> rules, but not the same. But small skirmish game based in the same universe as the Void. Uh, so the plan is to make the uh, first edition rules available on the website, which I believe they are already. Um, and then in the meantime, they're going to start releasing some of the miniatures again, uh, with a view to releasing a new third edition um sort of summertime next year um so if people are unaware of urban war it's set on one world uh iskander when's this from is this an old game that's been revived this this looks very 90s so so this would have been um late 90s early 2000s do they have mullets (laughs) lloyd you keep this up you're gonna wake up with a mullet It's difficult to tell with the gladiators because they've got helmets on, but uh, there's a potential for mulletism behind there. Uh, so, because uh, I've seen these box sets and I went, "Wow, yeah. that is some retro oh, graphic design right there." Yeah, yeah. Look, in, in that first image, I'm not sure if that's a book or a VHS case. The, the uh, thing I think it's front, a VHS. <laughs> it looks like a VHS. It, case. Yeah, it, it's a case that contains miniatures and dice. So. It's all the leftover cases that Mantic didn't use. <laughs> <laughs> They were grace. They still are grace. I've got so yeah. many of those. Anyway, um, the four factions that will be available are the uh, Yonkers, starting off with the Gladiators there. Um, then there's also... Um, like those. Now we're actually looking at the Yonkers. Yeah. <laughs> the, the yeah I love that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Yonker was part of Gladiators. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe I've, I'm getting my crazy old people mixed up oh, oh careful jerry i see a nursing home in your future no you don't i'll top <laughs> myself before that happens um, <laughs> so yes i think the gladiators are part of the yonkers so there's actually two packs coming for those crazy people uh syntha who are sort of high-tech um Hi, robots Jap- japanese gone uh, bad. faction yeah, yeah uh, nice. then the, the triads as well for a bit of fun and game and then Vasa and Viridian. Oh, so, there's Shays. Oh, yeah. Um, you have not seen Viridian yet. Look at those. They're creepiness on them. I kind of like those. Yeah. They were always good, clean family fun. The interesting thing about this is um, the original Urban War, that, which I can't find my copy. It's in this room somewhere. I found I found issue one though. <laughs> that's the plan- mistake you made. Putting yeah. it in that room. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it should have been beside issue because that's issue zero. The original plan for the game, and I don't think it's going to work like this this time around, was there'd be a bi-monthly magazine. Mm-hmm. So this was four quid, four quid. And that's the one from the nineties you've got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, of course. Jerry only uses original ingredients. So yeah. that book's older than Shay. Yeah, most of the things. Yeah. In this room oh, that's so weird to think about that. There's stuff we haven't used that's older than Shay. Yeah. <laughs> but the um, the magazine contained the rules, so it came out every two months, and in it you got stories and background for each of the factions 
and then new units. So the initial, that issue zero was all of the rules. And then I had those um, box sets for, for each of the factions. So I want to say it must be two per. And then they would gradually add over time, which meant you could dip in and dip out, or if there was a, a particularly uh, interesting looking gang that you wanted or squad that you wanted to add in, you could do that. Or if there was a, a an issue came out and you were going, well, there's nothing in that for me. I'm just not going to bother. I don't like the look of that, or I don't like how that particular um unit works on the tabletop then you could just skip over it did you ever play the game yeah or did you just collect the stuff no i played it play, we used to play a bit of void and, and bits and bobs like that way way, way back that. in the day so uh, um it works so on a, a d10 system and it's it's order based yeah but within the orders so there's like three overarching orders so you would ping down who was going to be activating um with a uh snap order snap fire overwatch and something else but within each of those orders you had six different actions that could be taken so you would reveal what they were going to do some of the actions would allow you to do moves some wouldn't so overwatch was all based on fire and combat uh, so if you didn't want to move or you knew that you wanted to be kicking off first you would go for overwatch but if you needed to move around to secure objectives or to get in a better position then you would have to go for like snap fire or something which then made your other weapon attacks and combats uh less effective so there was there was a lot going on um, and what for activations was it unit by unit or all of mangoes all of your goes oh no it's it's back and forth so you, i like you would, that you would flip over and then they, they activated from uh when you'd roll for initiative each turn and then the first person with initiative would then activate their bits and pieces and then it would flip back and forth back and forth sounds fun so yeah Did they update the rules or is it the same rules coming back at us but like i said the the ones that you can download from the website now are the original rules, but they are working on a new edition. So that leads me to believe they probably won't go for, because I don't think Seb has a has the capacity for print um, constant running like a, a bi-monthly magazine. Um, so well, I think be more of a, like a combined anthology. Yeah, I think that's probably the, the way to go and then tidy up some, some of the bits and pieces from the actual uh, core rule set as well. Um, well, here's the nice thing. With it yeah. being an older game, it's already been playtested. Yeah. That's always handy to have, let's face it. Um, I'm sure that doesn't necessarily change, though, because people's tastes change over time. Like these days, people don't want a rule set that's good. They want a rule set that's fast. Exactly. But just because something's old doesn't mean it's good. I mean, let's take oh, mullets, yeah. for example. Mullets oh, yeah. 20, terrible. From just 20 years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolute worst thing yeah. in the world ever. You know what's not good from years ago? Lloyd. Yeah, I did have a mullet at some point. Oh God, no way! <laughs> oh, I, 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 I need it. I need to see it. Just I don't just think for the any pictures feel. of my period of mulletness. Damn it! I, I think uh, we're all very, very happy. I, no I, th th I think we know where to go to actually see because I know there's one been kept for blackmail purposes. Shocking! Absolutely shocking! Right. I think we need to round out this news mm -hmm. and it wouldn't be another week without a ton of GW stuff. Of so uh, pillows on standby, get your, your hot coffee going and <laughs> it's all time for a big old nap. Um, it's coming up to Christmas, which means <laughs> battle forces are going to be here in a big way. We uh, all know they're coming. Yeah. Uh, and there is a host for both Age of Sigmar and 40k itself uh so we're going to be starting off with this hey age of sigmar stuff um 
and the first out of the traps is the primordial star host for the Seraphon. So as you can see, um, this one was previewed fairly recently. It contains the Slan Starmaster, your Saurus Warriors, uh, some huge Croxagore, and also some Agrodon Lancers and little skinky hunters as well. So a whole star host for you to uh, slam across the tabletop, especially if you want your chameleon skinks to be blowpiping people all over the place. Oh, man, I hate this image so much. So it's so busy. There's so much weird photoshopping going on in this image. Yeah, well, if you look, what what are the little pterodactyl things that you can barely see? These? Yeah, you can no, barely those see the, those. Um, who'd you call them? Hachiwachis? Mm, well, it, 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 it took me about a good six, seven <laughs> seconds of looking at the image to go, is there a miniature there? There's a miniature oh, there. Yeah, yeah. That's I, yeah. I think it looks like a cool set, though. It's just hard to see anything in this image. Is there any cleaner yeah. images? Is that it? No. That's it. That's it. Welcome, welcome to the world of Photoshop. I'll yeah. have to go off and inspect all the products individually then. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I will say, it. John has actually dove into the this faction. Mm-hmm. This particular one? Wow. This, well, not this particular box, but this particular faction. So he, he pulled his trigger before this was announced. Hard to dive into this box considering this is the future. <laughs> yes. yes. Where they don't have mullets. Maybe they do. I don't know. All comes back into fashion eventually. Don't worry, the mullets will probably all be in the footage. Even Lloyd will come back into fashion eventually. Hey! <laughs> shocking. Absolutely yeah. shocking. Uh, next up for the Ozioch Bone Reapers are the Praetorian Spearhead. Uh, so this is Arch Calvos Xantos, who I believe is uh, the big fella on his scary bone beast. Mm-hmm. Um, and alongside him are more tech guards, death riders, a Gothazar harvester, and four Morgast Archai, the floaters at the back. Still the most bony looking Necron army I've ever seen. These Same are still very Marmite for me, just for how busy they are. Yeah, so many bumps. Like where you see like it laid out like that, it's just so hard to to visualize any of it. It's just like, what am I looking at now? Mm. Creepy bone things. I thought you'd <laughs> creepy bone. Uh, I mean, if, if, if you're someone that loves painting with your contrast, this will work really well because every single miniature has no smooth surfaces. Really, I would guess that's why it's done that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it's the Age of Sigmar version of the dry undead. They are the worst undead. Better undead are the wet undead. So the Vengorian oh. count and his court. Yeah. As you can see, uh, there is that. I remember that miniature coming out, and we spent a lot of time trying to work out what was going on with it. Uh, but the Vingorian Lord uh, can be built as Lukavai, the mother of nightmares as well. And then there's also Blood Knights, Death Rattle Skeletons, uh, a host of direwolves, and even some fell bats as well. Hey, I've got a box of those skellies. Yes, they are the least bat-winged skellies Exactly, and they only ever released one box, so I never built Just it. Just one box, yeah, because I had nothing to add to it. I was like, Wait, oh, you could add, you could add. But the they got bat, batty wings. I wanted stuff more in that style, continuous, because I thought <laughs> that's the coolest stuff you've done in ages. And then they released nothing more to go with it. Well, then buy in the that doggos. Style. No, buy the doggos—they're not bat winged. Well, what they got to do with that? <laughs> they're undead. Yeah, but the, but the, that's the, what they've but, got to do with it. They're undead. Yeah, but those skeletons are amazing. And then they you, released. You, you no just more, want more 
Yeah. Or that. I want yes. a whole army of that. Slavic-looking Hello. skeletons. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, Lloyd, look at the bad Photoshop on the base of that miniature. I'm trying not to look at any of the Photoshopping. <laughs> For fear of having an aneurysm. Uh, I'm, I'm glad it means nothing to me, Oviana. Uh, last out of the traps, then, for Age of Sigmar is the War Horde of Eternus. Uh, so if you like your Chaos Warriors, this is the way to go. Uh, the Horde can be set up so you can either have them uh, serving uh, Bellacor or Archaon himself, which means you could run these as Swords of Archaon if that was still a thing. Um, or you can just make some of these people as sort of generic Chaos uh, worshippers as well. So you've got your Chaos Lord on Demonic Mount, uh, the Chaos Knights, Chaos Warriors on foot, of which there are many, and then some of the Orgoths, Orgroids, Orgs, the not Minotaur slash not Ogres, the bastard offspring twixt Minotaur and Ogre, these at the back. Unfortunately, the, the twain did meet. Well, you know, there's nothing nothing too bad about that. But yeah, fairly standard box of Chaos Warriors. You can't really go wrong with Chaos Warriors. Mm. Can't mess it up. It's very mm. simple. Just push them forward. Haven't seen any Chaos Marauders in a long time. Is it a good point, though? The Chaos Warriors have stood the test of time. They just just chaos warriors yeah. yeah yeah i will say none of the battle forces this year are really inspiring me or exciting me can i use these chaos warriors in the old world technically yes there's nothing but, stopping you but games workshop might not want you to because i'm more excited about the old world at this point and i'm like thinking who the heck's going to be buying these big boxes of age of sigma right in the mouth of christmas with the old world coming next year who 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 well, I mean, we've got four in here that are about to dive into Sigmar. So now, there's, there's me proven wrong, then. Well, <laughs> it's something we were discussing. So we're all going to dive in with like one of the Vanguard boxes and a couple extra units just yeah. around the new year time. So you've got myself, Shay, John, and our buddy Adam are all diving in. So Even though the old world's just around the corner. Uh, yeah, but the old world's going to be coming through Forge World, and yeah, my bank account wouldn't stick that. Oh, I didn't realize this. So, Fortunian stuff going to be. It's all going. A lot of it's going to be coming through Forge World, so it's going to be hella expensive. Is this for reals? Some of the yes. characters and monsters will be resin. Oh, that's so, all right. I don't care so about that. So instead of being metal and plastic, like it would have been the day, it'll be resin and plastic. But the main box sets are going to be plastic. Majority of the core boxes. Oh, there plastic, we go. Yeah. Sweet wee bonds. You're big. Your your very bucket that you like so much, it's going to be resin. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, I don't want to have to take out a mortgage just to buy a miniature. Right, but these days, Forge World is a budget arm of Games Workshop. <laughs> yeah, because the resin ones aren't going to get bought. It's just going to, like, if I was doing it, I'd buy the plastic boxes, and then anything that's a resin from Forge World, I would just go and get a 3D printed version of it instead and get someone Fair, to print it I suppose if, if you're never going to, like, an official event, yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't go to official events. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Well, Lloyd fixed that one. It's never, <laughs> it's, it's never happening. They wouldn't let you in the door at a fashion yeah. event. Anyway, <laughs> there's a whole host of 40k as well. More hosts in many respects. Uh, starting off with everybody's favorite sci-fi faction, the Leagues of Votan. Yeah. Uh, so Defenders of the Ancestors are coming with the big space buggies. Um, leading Speaking the way. Of Speaking of space buggies, did you see the the buggy looking mining type thing that was released for Kill Team? I'm going to say yes because I think ah. we looked at it a few weeks ago. Because it would, I think it would work well with the Votans. Maybe it at, at least in this box, they're not using their crap infantry. 
Right. Do they have some of that? They have crap infantry. Yeah. Crap, they, crap looking or crap performing? Crap looking. Mm. The, the, at least it's all the big heavy armored guys in this, which I'm okay with. The lighter armored guys, I'm not so much a fan of. Mm. I honestly couldn't tell them apart from Adam. <laughs> so, but yeah, with the, the Votan, you've got your Ein here champion, the Hearthguard, the Hecaton Land Fortress, uh, Grimnir, and a Sagatar ATV, which is the little one on the side here that uh, should have um, Rockhound on the back firing wildly at everybody because he owes too much money and doesn't <laughs> want to go home. Uh, just, I, I always see their vehicles as just like Space Winnebago. I mean, it's it's one way of doing it. They're just, uh, they're very, mm, aren't they? Clean. Mm. I like this guy, though, on his floating rock stilts. Oh, you like the Dwarven Space Wizard? Yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but more of that. Why not? <laughs> Why not just go the whole hog? It can't be terrible. Can it, surely? No? Might Maybe. jump the shark. Eh. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. The problem is sharks jump back in Warhammer 40,000. <laughs> so the beasts snag a stampede with all the big sharky snag of things mm-hmm. are coming your way. Uh, we have in here the legendary Moz Rog Scragbad. So that's a heck of a name right off the bat. Um, so beast boss on Squigasaur. There's also the boys and knobs on Smash of Squigs. And then... Uh, a hunter rig with a war boy and uh, your command squad with pain boy and uh, orcs orcs is as far as the eye could see savage orcs in space that's probably the coolest of the set it's definitely got a certain something about it hasn't it yeah mm. I'm trying to think what the um, snakes snake skin Sanus? oh snake bites snake bites I'm trying to remember the name it's been so long the yeah. feral feral orcs who were just, you know, running around the place beating people with sticks because they couldn't afford guns. Yeah. You know, that was yeah. always a good way to go. And this is very much like that. I see. I've I've got an arc force on the go now, and I'm I'm in a toss-up. Do I go Goths? Do I go Bad Moons? Yes. Goths have teeth, so that's kind of where I'm leaning. My confusion comes from the fact that anybody would separate them because it used to be an orc army was just all the clans came together. Mm. If you just but where, you know, if you wanted knobs and power armor, then there's your, yeah. your uh, badmans and stuff like that. But yeah. yeah, yeah, but special rules for clans. Yeah, I don't care. Just put them all <laughs> together. It's more fun that way. Why limit yourself to one color palette? Why limit, especially with orcs, mm. where you're meant to look like a, a riot of color coming screaming at you over the horizon? Raptag Rebel Band. Yeah. Speaking of, yeah. Kidian Defense Force is also coming as well. A mighty Kidian uh, platoon, because let's face it, that's all it is. A command squad and yeah. 20 infantry plus and support a and yeah. a couple of tanks. It's a reinforced platoon, uh, including two of the Rugal Dorn tanks. So yep. these are the ones that are susceptible to mines because they don't have oh, a yes. bottom. Is this yes, them? yes. What do you mean they don't have a bottom? They don't have a belly plate on the miniature kit. Oh, there's no. Oh, I see. So if you turn over, it's just open. Yeah. Yeah. But it also means you can put your miniatures inside, stuff them in there for ease of transportation. I mean, my my orcs will just loot one of those and you'll just see the orc feet sticking out the bottom. It's an excuse to put lighting kits in them and drill out some of those lights. Sure. You could do. Yeah. You do. You. Nobody wants to put a tiny smoke machine in the barrels as well, Lloyd. 
Ah, I might put a it. tiny smoke machine in the barrels because you can also get oils that are specifically designed to smell like steam engines and stuff, and they would do for like putting oh, in the no. engine. Oh, how glad I am Lloyd never took up vaping. That's pretty much I'm planning on taking a vape for next year just to blow smoke all over my train sets. <laughs> Shocking. There is uh, a few more to get through, so we'll plow into those before you debrail this with talk of trains. Uh, Space <laughs> Marine are getting a spearhead, um, adding in some of the new intercessors with jump packs, the little quads, bikes, and a captain with jump pack, not as many people expected, a lieutenant. Maybe lieutenants are on the way out. I don't know. Uh, no, no. They, they've been at war long enough. They've just ranked up. No, oh, well, that, that also works. Why is this not white scars, though? Because you can paint them wherever way you want. And blue is the poster boys of the game. Yeah, I so know. Can't really argue with that. Uh, <laughs> Knids are getting an onslaught swarm, uh, which looks a bit more spectacular than three bikes and a buggy. Yeah. Just saying. In the grand scheme of things, Marines are getting the short shrift for once. Who would have thought that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Nids, two massive bio titans, so the, the Hive Tyrant and a Swarm Lord, and enough Hormigans, Steelers, and Ripper Swarms uh, to keep you feasting away on all the genetic code of those blue boys you can find for as long as possible. Why not eat some orcs? Yeah, weren't you saying, Shay, you'd hope there were Termagants in this one instead of Hormigants? Yeah, I prefer Termagants. Guns, yeah. Sit back and shoot. Yeah. yeah. Don't they come as a two, like a build them either way sort of set? Nope. No, they Different are still kits. two separate kits. Oh, you, you you're thinking of the kit from way back? Yeah, in the eighties when people had mullets. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same anymore. Right. Uh, finally, the forces of Chos are getting a huge, exalted of the Red Angel. Battle Force, uh, with the Demon Primarch of Corn himself, Angry Ron, in there. Uh, unexpected, considering how nebulously generic most of the other sets are. Sticking a uh, Primarch right front and centre is, uh, is a bit mad. Um, but this one confused me, because if you already own Angeron, why would you ever buy this? Well, well you wouldn't. Would you? you should want another Angeron. The Angeron twins. Yeah. Angry and Ron, his brother. Oh. Oh my God! What what happened to the Alpha Legion? That makes sense. Um, Just the eBay them all. I mean, Galper. I imagine they've thought about this and looked at it and went, "This is a really good set, possibly with the uh, Exalted Eight Bound, uh, of which you get six, by the way." And I'm just, <laughs> I can't help but feel like they missed a trick there by not having eight, but maybe that's just me. Um, and then obviously corn berserkers as well. Oh, so, what? you sure you got six there? No, you, one. Oh, two, all right. Five, the other one's the one that one's behind our heads. I couldn't uh, see him there. I can see. <laughs> Hang on. Ta-da. No, still can't see him. Oh, but people at home can because oh, I shifted I it on my screen. It doesn't shift it on yours. But yeah, um, so there you have it. A whole host of battle forces uh, for Age of Sigmar and 40k. Uh, I imagine there's going to be more because otherwise there's six 40k and only four Age of Sigmar ones. I mean, can we remember so, how many were brought out last year? No, no, I can't. I'm not even going to attempt it. Uh, but I don't think there'll be any more. I think that's it. I think we're done. I think that's it. I think, they'll just... I think by now it's set in stone ready for Christmas. Um... I think that's what they said in the community post is that that's it. I think it's yeah. right at the bottom. 
Oh, wow. That's it. We're too busy with the old world. Take this yeah. and run with it. <laughs> yeah, that and uh, bringing back Epic Not Epic, which we screwed up on. Well, then. That'll be... Huh? <laughs> this leads you... Period? No, it's not Legion It's not epic unless it's 13.5 mil. <laughs> Actually, it may be 13.5 mil because <laughs> they've said it's 8 mil and we know that they can't count scale. Uh, so uh, so their 8 mil epic could indeed be 13.5. Time will tell. Anyway, uh, they're all available to order right now. You can even order them from store.ontabletop.com. Ah, Jerry, give us a swing. Give us a swing. 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 Uh. <laughs> right enough of that uh, we shall away and return to wrap out the show did you win one of our prizes find out on our prize claim center over at ontabletop.com here we list all our previous prizes and those who have won if you see your username fill out the form to claim your prize all prizes must be claimed within 30 days okay we're back and we have a couple of kickstarters to take a look at to round out the show and the first is an on godly amount of stuff um so this is uh from soul uh goodman soul goodman <laughs> no not soul goodman this is from soul good creations uh but it's being used for um a charity sort of event to help uh paid to feed people in Ukraine um, uh -huh. because of the ongoing war there. And they've got on board uh, about 30 collaborators now who have all donated various STL files, everything from uh, massive dioramas through to individual sort of uh, ships and 28 mil fantasy sci-fi uh, or post-apocalyptic. So wow. whatever you play, there is something in here that will probably um, work for you, uh, or even if you just fancy picking the stuff up to use for uh, a whole sort of you know painting extravaganza or maybe you know, terrain fest. Styly, it's all there. Uh, everybody has donated their services slash files uh, for this, which means there's no merchant pledge in here. Um, they're they're not giving these away for people to then print make money off them uh this is this is just about uh fundraising uh for people in ukraine and uh the more people who back the more people can be fed and you can see here some of the examples of some of the files uh that are in here in the unleashed fury uh there is a absolute boatload in fact i'm just going to start scrolling because we won't be finished today if i don't yeah uh, so holy you, holy hannah 1600 stls could be uh some of those may be full miniatures some of those may be bits uh Still, it's all gorgeous from what i've seen so far oh yeah they're, they've got decent people on board they haven't just found dungers to throw in files oh no no that's they've, they've, <laughs> that's like know, wowie there there's all sorts of spectacularness in here so say the the big diorama stuff including look at that poor cobalt please don't grab the sword i swear it's cursed well, he's probably just saying, please, I've got a, a wife and two daughter cobalt at home. <laughs> please don't kill me. Um, but even though a lot of this stuff um, is, the diorama-wise, is scaled larger for painters, uh, a lot of it can then be sort of scaled down to 28 mil or whatever you happen to, to print and play at uh, to use because there's, there's whole armies worth of stuff in here. 
um, from all sorts of weirdness like the uh, the Swarm Lord sort of stuff, which is a bit chaotic and marine but the the Nid-like stuff that's going to be coming up, Shay, uh, wait until you see what that is like, because there's creepy monsters crawling out of bug holes, uh, ships glued to the ground with bug juice, uh, and then a whole host of the scattering swarmy things here, there, and everywhere. As you can see, the big biomechanical-powered armored men are there. So get, some sort of terribleness. Oh, I six, love that pose. <laughs> so get like 1,600 SCLs and don't back anything else for the next 10 years because you're going to be too busy. You're just going to be printing out the great stellar swarm from now Ooh. until the end of time. Um, I backed their previous Kickstarter to help Ukraine, yeah. and I still haven't printed a quarter of the stuff that's on it. Nice. It's ridiculous. Look at them. Look at the scuttling bug-faced things creeping all over the planet, wow. trying to lick you, see what you taste like, see whether or not you're worth eating. You're always wow. worth eating. See, Warren could, Warren could use some of these for the Starship Troopers he's talking about as the big bugs. Yeah. Like, if you, if you printed mm. these out 28 mil size, they would just be big bugs for the armies. I love these ones. These snipers, the survivors. Yeah, yeah. those are gorgeous. They're really nice figures. Again, even though a lot of these are set up to be as part of a display, certainly for the, the sort of the five big ones, as you get further through it, you'll find um, a greater divergence in staff. Um, but even then, I mean, having a a set of these, running them as pathfinders for Dead Zone would work quite well. See, like mm. bug-covered things, Shay. Oh. Cover, all covered in bug juice. With the greenness. Creeping it's out. Not, it's Gilbert's not. Could be. Could be that. Ooh, the ship's cool. Yeah. Uh, the ship's even better when it's glued to the ground. That'll teach you <laughs> for being all shippy. Don't fly over the bugs. They'll knock you out of the air. Um, I'm just going to do this and then do this give you an idea of what's coming because that's just the first of five and then that's not including the additional collaborators they brought in from other places so Ezra the burning flame the paladin standing on the defeated could be dragon could be a demon depends on what way you want to tell your own story there mm -hmm. uh, but that's a big big fiery thing um, coming at you like Cleopatra and there is the self-sealed dragon she and Ben oh. isn't here because he loves dragons Ah, he would everybody be, loves a good dragon. He'd be beside himself with that. I've seen fly of dragons. Most dragons are assholes, <laughs> including Bray. Oh, he's the worst. Flight of dragons. Kowal's a goo goo. Yeah. And onwards and onwards and downwards. Incidentals oh. for your treasure. Ah, you're doing my eyes and you're going to have to stop. <laughs> I love the design on these tanks, though. We're not They're even very halfway, cool. Lloyd. Well, do it like that, yeah, and then this, move on again. This is terrible. Look at me, I'm going to have to work out my finger now. Uh, <laughs> the death race slash cybernetic stuff here is particularly wacky. I really like the look of these. Oh, dog. Adorable. It oh. looks so happy as it removes most of your upper thigh. Yeah, well, chomp. It's, yay. it's not K9, it's K10. Boom, that was boom. terrible. The, yeah, just, it was meant just, to be. Leave it on the wave behind, Shay. Just roll with it. Uh, boom, boom, the unicycle droid as well. I mean, I'm not sure what I would use them for. There's one for Lloyd. Thunder Scream, the jet cyborg. I do like this, yeah. This yeah. is cool. Shot on the bot war. It's very insecticon looking there. But the, the surfer boy cyborg biker. 
who also comes with his own Jersey barrier with help on it. <laughs> I mean, it's one way of doing it. I keep yeah. seeing videos online of people doing this and then they wipe out and it's hilarious. Yeah. Can't, can't get any funnier for me. The old desert road. And then we're into fantasy with the horrific summoning. Look at that, coming screaming through some sort of stargate. I mean, if you didn't want a slant priest. Uh, feed it to this monster. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good way of getting rid of slam priests. I'm, I'm with you on that. It's absolutely fantastic for uh, Cthulhu. Fabulous. So, I mean, if, if people are thinking about getting into the Cthulhu cohorts um, war game, the, the Roman ancient Cthulhu game coming from the Defius, then that might be something that you could have your, your players attempt to put back in the hole. They won't. They will get killed. But it'd be amusing watching them try and fail. Look at that. There's a corrupted priest. How can you tell he's corrupted? Is it the tentacles? He didn't have tentacles when he started. When he entered the priesthood, he was fine. We were all fine here. It was perfectly natural. And then he ended up like a lunatic, screaming into the mouthless void. And then the mouthless void screamed back. So it's good. Good times. And those... I've seen Herc Beast like that before. I think CP models do some creepy, possibly small school, um, little Herc Beast creatures. They're just not right. Got a lot of maiden. Well, barbarian, go go full frozen north. Mm-hmm. Jackson Jackson, uh, creator of Paxo stuffing. <laughs> so that's where he made his money. <laughs> You're not going to make any money going out there into a pit and fighting a tentacled priest. You've got to find some way to diversify, Shay. Hence the staffings. I do like how fleshed out each of the sections are. It's not just like, oh, I've done a bit for this. It's, no, I've done like nearly a full range of stuff. Oh, yeah. For uh, each, each section. Each of the diorama, the big five diorama sections are utterly, utterly insane. Any of them by themselves would be uh, a substantial kickstarter um, some alternate vampire count stuff there is weird. all of them together is just absolutely spectacular there's plandra the horned necromancer look there's a zombie hello it's good times are had by all come friends it is spoopy season time to be spoopy <laughs> together uh i need minions to trick-or-treat so i get more candy no but no trick-or-treating not American. Damn boy. Shay, go and roll up a newspaper. On the, <laughs> the vampiric bat. This reminds me of um, Van Helsing, the one with huge Jackman in it. Yeah. At one point, Dracula turns into something not dissimilar to that and leaps around mm. the ceiling a bit. Oh, it's a bit uh, viciously creepy and weird. We need a Van Helsing too. Yeah, they never made one. Terrible shame. I think it's because nobody's seen Van Helsing 1. <laughs> <laughs> That's a main reason we never got a follow-up. Yeah. Yeah. Look, there's a vampire hunter, apparently. I don't know if he hunts vampires or he is a vampire and he hunts. Could go either way. Nice zombies. And then... Wet on dead, just for you, Jerry. Yep, best undead. Again, the whole scenic diorama base. Yeah, Get a scroll. Big Kings of War. Scroll back up a bit to the guy on oh, all fours. Man, we've only just got halfway. All fours guy. This is an option. Keep going. You could have, keep going up to the painted version. You could have zombies riding zombies. Yes. 
You could. Uh, need to find oh, some halfling God. zombies. You could also make a hell of a human centipede if you printed it no. a few times. <laughs> Vito. Wouldn't even have to do any, <laughs> any converting or anything. You could just go right ahead. Just uh, cut and paste. Control, <laughs> control V three times. Is that how 3D printing works? I don't know. I've never, I've never seen a 3D printer. Anyway, that is, I think, the last of the five dioramas. So, you know, you've got your post-apocalyptic, you've got your sci-fi, you've got your fantasy, you've got your horror. Uh, there was something else in there as well. But then after that are the collaborators. Like I say, there's nearly 30 of them who have all offered stuff. Um, oh, we only got we only just got to the collaborators. Wow. Yeah, that's yep. why I was saying I couldn't stop and go back, Lloyd. Mm-hmm. There's just too much to get through. I don't need to listen to Jerry more. It's a uh, no, he's just he fades I out. See, I see why we've skipped the 3D printing section this week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can see, can't you? Because we're not even I mean, there's what, number five. Oh, um but again some of the heroes in amongst this are gorgeous. Oh, big, big, I want that. Big, big names. Want some of those. Uh, you want to do some Battlestar Galactica fighting? Second Dynasty does absolutely spanking stuff as far as a whole host of traveler-based starships go. Oh, yeah. They're, they're the guys who did the big modular one. Yeah. So several big modular ones. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, if you are interested in 3D printing, there is almost undoubtedly something for you in this. Maybe with the exception of full-on historical war gamers, and I don't think any of them bother with three D printing. <laughs> um, I, I can't be entirely certain. There might be two or three uh, in the world. No, the, the, they're historical gamers. They probably still use a dot matrix. Sure, could be, could be that. Uh, but if you're into your fantasy, sci-fi, and, and um, post-apocalyptic stuff, then. They've got you covered in spades in here. Mm-hmm. And it's just a case of finding the sort of bits and pieces you want to uh, to throw in. Like even little token sets mm-hmm. could use them for all sorts of games. And uh, you two can play. Like there's a turtle. Shay, what noise does a turtle make? No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, you can use it for Mighty Empires now. So yeah, there we are halfway through the supporting acts and as you can see still so many more to go i love all the ancillary bits that they've got mixed in amongst here they've they've really i mean the amount of people who've got involved and the amount of kit that's been added to this is just insane oh Um, they might be useful Mm -hmm. yeah for your death core yeah if you ever get around to starting them have you started? Ever, oh, maybe I can give it. And uh, I, uh, say that's where that that's where that ends. <laughs> <laughs> Very good for Necromunda as well as one page rules and forty k. And then, I mean, there's some amazing painters scale stuff: the seventy five mils, the busts, the ninety <laughs> mils. They're just absolutely corking. Yeah. Are you laughing at him? No, I'm just laughing at the shark. Oh, the shark! What yeah. oh, he went oh, fishing. Oh, I mean. It's good because once he hits you with it, it will also bite you. So <laughs> there's a lot going on there. And even uh, terrain. Some gothic style terrain, yeah. And I don't know what they are. They're adorable. <laughs> They've got that strange, creepy anglerfish glue thing going on, presumably for flies and small fairies to flutter around and then they eat them. Spend a lot of All time. Right, I, I was thinking it was just like you're in a dark cave. Human goes, what's that light? Nom head. 
Nope, that's for sticking their tongue in the dark holes so they can illuminate it first and then put their tongue in. <laughs> Make sure they know what's going on. Uh, so they don't have to worry about the refrigerator light. No, pretty much they it. brought their own. Well, it's it's the way to do it, isn't it? Mm. Uh, but yeah, we are iterating towards the end of the collaborators. Ember Smith, there be giants. Asgard, I think Signum is one of the last. I'm assuming we're not seeing all 1,600 things here, though. Oh, you might be, because you know some of these are eh, mm -hmm. full of... That, that's eh, a great files. set, the ruined walls and stuff. You know, Signum in there as well. So, yes. And then you can add an extra 50. All sorts of extra stuff if you want to add in other bits and pieces or pick them up at your leisure. How much the, is the base pledge? So the base pledge... Um, I think is there we go sixty five dollars for the core set, uh, and then if you want to get the all in, one hundred and three dollars eighty five quid, thereabouts for everything that you see there. Oh, there is uh, a merchant. Is there? I thought. Yeah, there. It may well that may be just the stuff that they've done. Yeah. So the the other stuff that comes in the collaborator packs aren't in there because they're not there uh. to, to sell. But yes, if you're um, if you're interested in uh, picking up all of the STLs and uh, supporting uh, a very worthwhile cause as well at the same time. Uh, then Battle Cries Unleashed Fury from Saul Good Creations. It's got 14 days left. It's already funded, so you can fill your boots to the absolute hilt. And speaking of boots. And never buying again for, like I said, 10 years. 10 years. Because <laughs> like See, printing is just one thing. Imagine oh, you trying just, to paint it all. You just store yeah, it all on a hard drive and never do anything with it. Uh, yeah, well, it's here's the thing. Like, collection. Yeah, here's the thing. It's not like you're buying 10 years worth of miniatures kits. These will be in your hard drive and you won't see the pile of shame. It's all ones and zeros. It's not real that, miniatures. That's true. Right. Our final uh, Kickstarter is the ubiquitous U-Boot itself. Or U-Boot, rather. I suppose it would be. So this is Phalanx Games' reprint of the multi-multi-multi-award-winning U-Boat uh, ship game. We had a, a quick look at this last week before telling John it was coming and he'd have to back it, uh, which I believe he did in no short order. Uh, but it's a, your chance to get your hands on a new version of it uh, if you missed out the first time around because it's been out of print for years and people have been dying to lay their hands on it. Um, it's a, a game where you can play either solo or cooperatively uh, to complete the missions with your U-boat. Uh, and then you can choose to pick it up in a couple of different ways. Uh, one is with the substantially spectacular collector's edition with the plastic U-boat. And the other is just the regular core version. Which oh, has got this is a cool. Cardboard version. Did you say it's plastic? So that's a, that's a plastic uh, oh, so not, yeah. I don't have to print this or anything. It comes like that. No. Oh. You will get the physical thingy thing. Oh, yeah. yes. 90 so, centimeters. That's 90 centimeters long. Just. Invigilate me and I'll show the people. Uh, Look at that. That, nice. that, only, that only works if their screen is the same Look size. Look, compared I mean, to me. Compared to you, that is. Yeah. A lot like, of people haven't like seen a Lloyd for scale. <laughs> what? Just, just taking it off, just taking it off the screen there, Lloyd. You're saying Listen, 90 centimeters is that big? That's but look not, at that's look compared to me, 90 centimeters. Look at that! Wow, is <laughs> this big gone, enough? He's gone wrong. Is this he's big not right. Can we use this for what's the scale? Is this compared to 28 mil minis? No, it's them. not. It's uh, oh, it's it would be close to yeah, 20 mil, 172 second. It'd be about right. Anyway, 
But no, this is definitely a game you don't want to miss because we did a Let's Play on this the first time they brought it through and it's such a nice, self-contained, like pressure cooker game. You feel the time constraints. You feel like you are under the sea, running out of oxygen, taking damage. And I know, Jerry, you're okay-ish with the fact that it runs with an app. No. <laughs> Wait a minute. What does it mean, plastic U-boat? Model not for retail. Uh, you'll only be able to get the collector's edition with the plastic U-boat. Yeah. Oh, you'll never get the plastic U-boat in retail. The, the retail version is not that. It's a, a multi-layered cardboard U-boat, which we should see. Yeah, which is somewhere. just built into the base game. Yeah. There it is. So there you go. So, I mean, you've still got it. It's there. It's nice. It's colored. But which one did want, John go for? It's plastic. John. You went for the full plastic. Yeah. <laughs> went all in. With yeah, yeah. The, the neoprene gaming mat and everything. Ooh. I mean, why would you not? If you're going to do this, go the whole hog. Yeah. Um, but no, John doesn't like board games and he likes this board game. I mean, it's an interesting way of doing it. I'll give you that. Because the app, the app both directs and is used in game as well to track um, the ships that you're countering or the... The, the things yeah. that you're coming up against so it can actually be used like a periscope as well yeah um, well but, the the key thing for it is you're telling the app what speed you're doing what your course is and then yeah. you track that on the paper sheets and stuff yeah so you can actually get lost if you're not careful so we have a let's play of this don't we <laughs> yep when it first came to kickstart we have a let's play um we'll see about maybe linking it below yep but no this was such a fun game so there you see little it, app. Ooh. Hey, magnet holes! That's what I was thinking of doing. Of uh, magnetizing. Oh yeah, certainly. What we're doing? I magnetized my twenty-eight mil U-boat because otherwise, look at you, you big show. That would be madness. <laughs> People would just knock it, and then your U-boat would end up all over <laughs> the place. And I don't want that. Anyway, um, yeah, it's it's a spectacular looking game. This mm. bit is the only. I mean. I, I like all of this. I like the compasses and the dials and just sitting there with uh, your paper mats out and calipers and rulers and measuring stuff. Um, I'm not sure about the, the whole aptness of things because um, as people but, often tell me, you're fine with an app until the app stops being supported and then your game just has to sit on your shelf and you can't use it anymore. Why so, does it say not final graphics? Have they making updates to the app? More than likely. Yeah, I believe so. I, don't know how much the app was used in the initial version. It seems like this new one, they're they're upping the graphics and other bits and pieces in there uh, I... beyond just being yeah. tracking where your boat is to actually being in a position to show you shooting down ships and stuff like that. Oh, I see why they've got not final graphics on this. <laughs> was that the developers? Did they, 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 did they Photoshop themselves into the game? I have no idea. I think they might have. I've I've never asked them. It's certainly a, an interesting question and one that may yeah. come down. I'd Photoshop me in if it was my game with a mullet. Yeah. But the, the app does a lot of like background work for you because whenever you're on like your radio operator, you're actually tuning to try and find where your targets are. And then you actually have to set course and depth. And then, of course, if they notice you, <laughs> they will start chucking depth charges at you. Down bubble and away you go. You mean over there? That's what yeah, it's... yeah. I think they photoshopped themselves in. I would. Yeah, I believe that is the team. 
why not? You're only young once. And if people are going to buy your game, why not have your face all over your own game? <laughs> that way they'll notice you whenever you're at conventions. Very true. Very true. So yeah, the uh, the game is already funded and is going great guns. Uh, and as you can see, there's a whole host of uh, playthroughs and, and the like from the, the first time around. As far as I'm aware, none of the actual gameplay has changed from the initial um, release. This is just a reprint and maybe a refresh on on the app side of things. Or it might just be that that video is from the original Kickstarter and they just haven't done a new video, in which case the graphics may already be finalized. They just haven't bothered showing them in there. So maybe you know, could go either way. Um, but there's seven days left, fully funded. And uh, if you want a chance to get that big plastic submarine, um, then that is the only way. Otherwise, you'll have to make do with cardboard like a peasant. <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible peasant. Right. That wraps us up for another week. Uh, don't forget, we shall return on Sunday morning for the XLBS for our Cult of Games members. You can join us over on tabletop.com. And if you're not already a cultist, you can join us with a 30-day free trial. Uh, otherwise, get the last of your terrain stuff done and dusted for we'll be picking them next week. And don't forget to check out the prize center over on tabletop.com to see if you've won a previous prize because there's yeah. a few going begging at the moment. And uh, we will see you next week. Until then, have a great week of gaming. Bye-bye. Bye. Go ahead and check out our other content on screen now. And while you're at it, why not hit subscribe and remember to ding our dong. Go on, you know you want to click it. Go on.